Hey, Bradley Waldrop here and the founder of Business Integrity Matters. You know, I used to be that guy who lived two lives. And I lived a faith life at home. I lived a faith life at church. I lived a faith life with my friends. But when I went to work, I lived a work life, and I separated the two. And boy, it got to be not only confusing, but really frustrating and downright depressing. And I wanted to be able to live out my faith at work without being called a Bible-thumping Jesus freak. I wanted to be able to have an influence over my boss and my peers and, and everyone else there. I wanted everyone else to know that I had found Christ, but I wanted to be able to do it in a way that didn't turn them all off. And wouldn't you know, I figured out a wicked, simple, four-step process that started earning my colleagues' respect in less than 15 minutes a day. Pretty soon, I ended up with a reputation with the guy that people would come to and start to ask advice and ask what the Bible really says about certain things. Now, what we're going to cover here today is four painless patterns totally uncovered. And then the new worldview method that I discovered in the process, uh, finally, the my office is different hack. And then, well, there'll be something extra. In the four painless patterns uncovered, this is where the rubber meets the road. Our goal here is to earn respect at work. It's to be able to live by example and have people come to us and start asking questions. And so the the very simple pattern is something that not only I was taught, but then I started to teach and I saw how transformational it was. And it's so simple that when I tell you what it is, you're not going to really believe me. But It makes such a huge difference in day-to-day activities and how we work and how we live that all of a sudden we start to see an amazing transformation in our own lives. And that transformation then gets shown to others. So here it is. It's a simple pattern. It's called SOAP. SOAP, Scripture. So what I do is I spend the first 15 minutes of my day in Scripture, but not the entire 15 minutes. And this whole SOAP process, step one, two, three, and four, can all be done completely within 15 minutes every day. And that's what's so great about it, is Scripture. You know, I used to be one of those guys uh, that would hunt and search for the right Scripture for the right situation. And then what I realized is God was trying to do something completely and totally different in my life. And He wanted for me to start at His Word. Uh, Wherever it might be, whether it was I was reading Proverbs or Psalms or the book of Timothy or uh, I was reading Jonah, it didn't really matter. But God was going to speak to me through his word anywhere, anytime. And when I stopped trying to figure out how to find the right scripture for the right situation, it transformed the way I studied. It transformed the way I wrote. It transformed the way I understood the Bible. And so here's what I would suggest that you might do. Because there are 31, uh, or excuse me, there are 31 uh, or 30 Proverbs, uh, I'd suggest starting 
at one on day one of the month and then d- and start on two and day two of the month. And the next month, just pick up where you left off. Um, it, it's not a problem. I mean, you'll get, there's plenty of text in there and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. So what you do uh, and what I do, excuse me, uh, is I, I take five minutes and I read through scripture. And when I read through the scripture, I just find a some sort of section to read, a couple paragraphs. And as I'm reading through it, then I'm starting to think a little bit ahead, the observation piece. The observation is, who are these characters that we're talking about? Uh, Where are they in history? What is it about their current relationships? Uh, What do they know? How were they brought up? Uh, How do I get into their shoes? Because the words that are used and uh, the the t- sort of context that's there, it's it's different than it is now. And so I need to try to figure out how it was at the time, and just the best I can. And over time, I get better and better at it because I go off and I study other things, uh, and I go and find other references, and uh, I, I look outside of the Bible for cultural pieces or definitions of words and those kinds of things. Well, in the observation piece, it puts me right into the specific situation. And then I ask myself, how do I apply this to my life today? This is not uh, lofty platitudes. This is not feel-good words. This is, uh, does, does the Bible tell me I need to stop doing something that I'm currently doing? Does it tell me that I need to start doing something? Now, I know if you're like me, you probably hate adding things to your to-do list. And so oftentimes this, this really does turn into me stopping to do some things, take something off my list. So if we look at it as as God's word to begin with, we put ourselves in the context by observing it. Uh, and then we say, well, how do we apply this to our lives today? All of a sudden, we start to live out what God's Word says. And as soon as that starts to happen, other people notice. As soon as we start to behave different, as soon as we start to add different things to our to-do list before we start to value different things than other people in the office, they start to come to us with a relief. And then maybe what will happen to you is the same thing that's happened to me. I ended up being the Bible study guy. I still am the Bible study guy at the office. I come in into the office early in the morning. I have my Bible. I kick open the door and people ask me what I'm doing. And I say, look, I'm just trying to figure it all out. And you know what happens as soon as you, as soon as you say that, I'm just trying to figure it all out. Other people say, you know, me too. And then when they say, me too, all of a sudden you have a friend in the office and you're starting to have a mutual respect for one another. And that's what it's really all about. The last P in here is prayer. Just imagine for a minute, after you get a chance to read through scripture, observe it, and try to figure out how to apply it, when you ask God for the power to apply it to your life, when you ask God for the power to influence others, through your own behavior and your own choices, ask for 
God to protect the office, to take good care of your employees, to continue to bring in good work, to um, forgive you for the behavior that you had yesterday, and that you know that sooner or later you're going to blow it today too. What would happen if you actually prayed for the boss that you hate, um, or the boss that drives you mad, or the employee that's not performing well? What if you walked into their cubicle? What if you walked into the conference room? What if you walked around the office and you claimed that property? Not for you but for Jesus Christ. Imagine what life would be like at the office when you did that. And that's exactly what this system does. Four simple processes. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So that is the four painless patterns uncovered. Next, we're going to cover the new worldview method. Now, there is a secular worldview and there's a biblical worldview. And the secular worldview would have us uh, trying to get rid of God and everything that, that's going on, uh, get rid of prayer in school, and uh, you, you know, you live it, right? You get a chance to hear it on the radio, you see it on TV, and it probably makes you hopping mad like it does me. Well, I have this absolute passion for a biblical worldview, and, and we really need to understand uh, fundamentally how it is that God crafted us, how He crafted the world, and what He has for us here. And that is a biblical worldview. That is the difference between right and wrong. It is how He would have things done, how He structured um, how He structured government, how He structured our family, and you know what? How He structured business. If you go back and you look at the eras in the Bible, era to era to era, God addresses everything a business has to accomplish. Everything from the startup that he actually has in Genesis, all the way through how to build high-performing teams. God talks about that. He talks about every bit of it. And, and, you know, oftentimes we get sort of lost in trying to figure out how to apply the Bible in, in our own family life uh, with our friends and our churches and other things. And we, we, forgot, we forget that, that the Bible can and should be uh, the CEO's Guide to the Galaxy uh, with practical items in there, not just, um, not just lofty platitudes, but, hey, if I were you, I would do this. And you know why I'd do that? Because that's what God did. All right? And so you, you can extract uh, practical how-to from each era in the Bible and, and have it impact your workplace for all eternity. It's amazing. And the, only, the, the next piece in here is the office is different hack. Now, resources that will change your workplace forever include a few things, right? A Bible for sure, right? Go out and grab one. If you don't have one, grab one. Take it with you. Next, easy to read and easy to apply book. Something that talks about the, uh, the new worldview that talks about the biblical worldview and how to take those biblical principles and apply them directly to work. The, the work has already been done. The research has been done, and, and it's a great foundation. It's a place to start, and you get to start putting those practical pieces together in your own um, in, in your own business, in your own daily life. And then model the changes in your own life so that you can have 
an impact on your community. And what I mean by that is grab a friend. Do this with more people. Um, it's no fun doing it by yourself. Um, and then when you finally get everybody around, you have this community around you. And then join some sort of online community to support you when you need it most. Find a group of people who can have an open, frank conversation to say, you know what, I'm having a tough time. You know why? Because i got to figure out how to terminate an employee, and I have to do it a gracious way, a merciful way. I have to figure out how to give someone else a raise in an environment in which maybe their coworkers think that they deserve an, a raise as well. I have to provide discipline at work without coming down like a you know, a, a brick uh, on their on their forehead. I've got to figure out a way to interact. I, I'm planning to um, advance my company in new territory, and I'm worried about losing the soul that is existing that exists in my organization. I mean, those are very big, real issues. Um, heck, I get phone calls and, and uh, from people who ask me, well, what do we do if we have someone who's in our organization who's moonlighting and they're destroying the integrity of our organization, yet the department in, in human resources is not dealing with it? What, what's my responsibility? What do I have to do? Uh, others have said, hey, look, I work for the government and uh, the government is uh, got rules that are essentially slanted toward those that don't believe. And uh, I want to know how I can practice my own faith at work without um, any sort of discrimination. And, and then how do I practice my faith at work without appearing to be a bigot, without appearing to be someone who doesn't care uh, for other people? How, how do I clearly communicate what's happening? Having that kind of encouragement and new ideas to live out your faith at work is super important. And, uh, and I would highly recommend jumping in and grabbing an opportunity to join a group like that. Well, here's something extra extra for you, just just for you, and I appreciate you uh, sharing your email address and downloading it and starting this journey with me. All you have to do is click the button below and pick up the Business Integrity Matters book. It's a very simple book that God provided information to me on how, to, how the Bible is structured era to era to era and addresses every aspect of work. And then, the, and then look, grow that idea. Take that book and start a Bible study. There's actually a, a small group study set of resources down below as well. All you have to do is click on the button, you'll get to them. Super simple. And it doesn't take rocket science, right? This is what I was telling you before, is I just started to open my Bible and open a door. And as soon as I did, people would come in and pretty soon we had a Bible study who met once a week, eight people in the office in the conference room, Imagine the God's power inside that office, right? He was influencing the rest of us. And then and then through us, he was influencing others. And it was really amazing. And and, and uh, I, I continue when I go different places and, and in different offices, uh, continue to have these kinds of conversations. It's, it's super powerful. And then all you have to do by picking up these books and the small group study uh, you get actually something extra, a super bonus, and that is 
there is an online Facebook group called Christians at Work Coalition. That Christians at Work Coalition is designed specifically for you and for me to get in there and help each other out and take these biblical principles and apply them to daily work. What you need to do right now, it's time to implement what you just learned. Really, 15 minutes a day and every day. Soap, scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And then dig deep and see how God set up the Bible as the CEO's guide to the galaxy, the supervisor's guide to the galaxy, the manager's guide to the galaxy, the worker's guide to the galaxy. And then surround yourself by others that make these want to make these changes too. You can't do it yourself. Don't want to do it yourself. Have fun doing it with other people. Grab the exclusive resources by clicking on the button below or call me at 828-367-7809 or email me at bradley at business integrity matters if you have any questions. May God richly bless you and your business. Take care.